What's up, guys? Happy New Year! Oh, man. I cannot get over how fast that last year went. It was a crazy ride filled with adventure, laughter, a few tears, and a lot of joy. And I hope that you had an incredible year. And I hope that you're excited about what's happening this year in the lives of you and your loved ones and your family. And I hope you start off the year believing it's going to be incredible. Oh, the New Year's resolutions. They're hitting Facebook. They're hitting Twitter. Even, yes, Instagram. All the things we're going to do differently this year. Hey, if you have two yeses in your life, you can get those resolutions done. All you need is a yes from God and a yes from your pastor. And with those two yeses, you can accomplish absolutely anything that you want to accomplish this year. And I hope that it happens for you. Today, I do not want to dilly-dally. Because I believe you're going to really enjoy today's episode, and I want to jump right into it. Today we have a very special guest. His name is Benji Shepard. Yeah, Benji Shepard. You've probably heard of him, and you don't even realize that you've heard of him. If you live in the Atlanta area, or Florida, or Alabama, you might know who Benji is. Because he is a very well-known Christian music radio host for the joy fm in atlanta it's 93.3 every time you tune into it you're probably hearing benji on the afternoon show or even on the weekends benji is such a good guy me and my friend Marte got to go meet him at a starbucks and this starbucks played their music a little louder than i really like at a coffee shop, so you're going to hear maybe just a tad bit of that in the background, and I do apologize for that, but just listen past it because it's some great coffee and some great conversation, and I know that you're going to be blessed. It's me, my buddy, and friend Marte, and the one and only Benji Shepard. Be blessed as we learn what it's like to be a radio host. Go ahead and get it rolling here. Benji, dude, thank you so much for meeting with us today. We're here at Starbucks and Benji is becoming an old friend. I guess it's been a couple years now. And I've got my friend Marte here, and we're hanging out at uh, at Starbucks and just having a good time. Benji, how you been doing? Man? I, I've been good. I'm a little disappointed that you're not quite as excited as you were when you met with Mark Lee, but that's okay. <laughs> Dude, that's all right. Dude, this that's is right. just as much of an honor, no doubt about it. I know. We're, we're old pals, man. I've been good. I've been good. You know, um, 2019's here. It's a new year for opportunity, and... I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, so I know that 
most of my listeners are probably going to know who you are. Um, but Benji is a well-known radio host for the Joy FM. I had been listening to him long before I ever met him. And so, uh, just to kind of give you a little backstory about, about how we got to know each other, uh, I got to meet Benji uh, through the Joy FM, through the local artist spotlight. Yeah. And um, that was so fun. Uh for you guys that keep up with our music, Rachel and I uh, won second place in that. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Benji, he reached out to us and, and gave us a call. And so that's kind of how we got to know each other. And, and I want to talk more about that in a minute, the, okay. the Local Artist Spotlight, and kind of do a plug for that. But you're a well-known Christian radio host, and so I kind of want to kick things off here. How in the world... Did you get into radio? How does that even oh, happen? Oh my goodness! That hey, have we never talked about that before? I don't know how you got into it. Okay, no, I don't know. This I'd is love an, to hear. This is an incredible God story, I and mean, wow. it's amazing that we're sitting here, kind of, sort of, in the way it began for me because I was wow. working at a coffee shop. Okay, uh-huh. and uh, I was, I was kind of in between. I had worked in radio before. Uh, it was secular radio. Um, probably six years before I actually um, got back into radio with the Joy FM. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, what I had done was, um, at the time, I applied for a couple of jobs. I knew of a job opening at the Joy FM. I think it was J ninety three point three back then, and okay. <laughs> uh, it was an office job. But I, I thought of it as kind of like getting my foot in the door. And I'm gonna get this job, and I, you know, included an air check, which is kind of, you know, like an audition tape. Um, and um, so I think they knew what I was after, and they were after somebody to work in the office. So I didn't get the job back then. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and I went to work work for a bookstore for several years, and that didn't work out after about five years. And I went and I, I have a, uh, a mobile disc jockey business where I go to wedding receptions and, and do things like that. Um, and I thought I was going to, you know, just expand that, grow that, and at the same time, I needed, uh, you know, the benefits that the coffee shop that I worked at provided for my family, for insurance, and all that. Now, this is a long story getting into totally <laughs> how I had to get to uh, the Joy FM, but awesome. I'd been working there at the coffee shop for several months, and uh, felt this really for several years felt this sort of yearning to. Uh, use what God had gifted me with in um, well I mean he's given me this voice it's you know I got the radio voice dude uh, you know I'm not okay <laughs> let me just pause you here okay you have like the best radio voice name like I'm <laughs> okay. not just saying that uh, well, uh, Rachel and I when when we first got called yeah. uh, from you representative of the Joy FM <laughs> I was like babe this guy just called me, and I know it's legit because it sounded like I was listening to the radio <laughs> on my phone when he called me. That's so this, I got to give you props, man. Yeah. You rock the radio. Well, see, I, I knew that that was in me. You know, God gives us these gifts. You know, you started singing, Amen. and people knew that that was something that, I, yeah. I mean, you didn't have to be told. You know, you know that you can hit a hit a note when you need to, right? right you can right. play a note when you need to. Praise so, God. You know, with with me, I, I feel like God gifted me with a voice, and He also uh, gifted me with this passion to want to 
um, bring his word to more people. And I just didn't know how I was going to do that. I wanted some sort of outlet to be creative and to uh, to bring the gospel to uh, to more people than I had in my current circle of influence. So, you know, that was the prayer a couple of years before my friend Rob Langer walked in to the coffee shop that I was working at. He's on his way to an event for the radio station and it was a two, three minute meeting. I told him I listened to the station. I recognized his voice and saw the logo on his shirt and uh, he said, well, you know, there's a weekend position that just opened up. Okay. The guy that was doing weekend nights uh, has had to move on and um, you know you should you should submit something. So a couple of weeks later, I'm working for the Joy FM, and wow. it was just a it was a part time position, and it's grown into a full time position. Where now I'm hosting the local artist spotlight. I'm producing for the JR show in the afternoons, and it's it is incredible. And you talk about circle of influence. I'm not letting you talk much. I know. I'm no, just, no, no. Wait, wait, listen. They, they hear me banter all the time. This is what we want. Please. Yes. But you talk about circle of influence, man, and I didn't have a very big one, you know, uh, although we should all consider whatever God's gifted us with to, to influence, you know, a gift in whatever, you know, however, whatever capacity that is, right? Right, right. Um, but see, now, working for the Joy FM, it was, um, you know, a position where most of the people that heard me would hear me in the uh, the Atlanta area. Well, now as God has grown this ministry, I can be heard in the Atlanta area, Columbus, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, so awesome. Athens, Georgia, and a giant chunk of Florida yes. with uh, you know Tampa. And now Jacksonville right. and Gainesville and Ocala. Now, it's just just do amazing. You guys, are you able to track how many people you reach or how many listeners you have? We do have a way of doing that. Um, there's a you know a lot of technical stuff I could tell you about and how we do that. But it's just like with any other radio station in the markets that we're in, um, we're able to tell pretty accurately just about how many people listen to us on a weekly basis. And last check, it was close to a million. But we've added wow. Athens and Jacksonville since then. So a million my that's my guess wow. would be that we're kind of over a million people Dude. now. So oh. that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. What an incredible audience! I mean, a million people is a lot of people. Yeah. And um, just to give kudos to to the show, um, when you know Rachel and I have been on the Joy FM twice, we got to come. It's actually weird interviewing you because <laughs> right? uh, it's weird being interviewed. This, this is, it's so cool how God can do stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, nobody gave me a job. I had to like go generate my own show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to make them listen to me. Yeah, you're but, doing a great um, job. But even when we uh, when we went on the Joy, we gained a whole new audience. Yeah. And so it, you guys aren't just blessing. The, the audience, you're blessing the people that you have come. You're you're investing into them, and and I think Rachel and I really felt that in our music. Um, after going on the Joy, uh, that was actually the first time we ever had radio time. Ever yeah. got you know we got to experience being on the radio, 
and um, so you you guys are blessing a lot of people. It has been a huge blessing just being able to do that, and that is something that I've been a part of just about ever since I, I came to the Joy FM. Uh, you know, the show originated with me hosting it, and um, it is a really cool thing to be able to have artists that aren't normally on our playlist that are local to the areas that listen to our station to give them an opportunity to introduce their music to others to uh to get their message out to others and uh, and just to know that we've we've got so much great talent and um so many people that are wanting to uh, you guys really do have a a great team there at the joint like you guys really mesh together well it's a it's a cool place to work um, and it is, uh, it's an interesting dynamic, uh, you know, being a, a radio station that, you know, has people from all kind of different backgrounds coming together, but, you know, with one purpose of just, um, you know, being salt and light, you know, and, uh, and, and being a positive voice in, in a world that needs to hear positivity and needs to hear about Jesus. So the phrase, um, if you love what you do, it's not work. Right. Is that, do you feel that when you wake up? Like, I can't totally. believe I get to do this. Yeah, totally, man. I, I, Cause, pinch I mean, what myself, a cool job. You know? Like, I mean, really? like, I think that's like probably top 10 bucket list, like, yeah. just fun jobs for people. Like, man, that'd be so cool to work for radio, you know? It's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And, you know, just to work with other people who have, who've been blessed with talents in, in different ways and to learn from them. Um, I mean, there's so many different facets to radio. Like, you know, our chief engineer is one of the smartest people I know, but you're never going to hear his voice on our airways. But if it weren't for him and the, the schooling that he's gone through, you wouldn't be able to realize, or, or you wouldn't be able to hear what we're, what we're doing from those studios. And... The word realize came to my mind because what's what's incredible is you know the way technology has come about in that when I'm on with JR in the afternoons he's in a studio um, in the Sarasota Bradenton Florida okay, area. Okay, I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, and I am here in Tyrone, south of Atlanta. And we're and we sound like we're in the same studio. Oh, yeah. It's because that know. guy, our engineer, is Y'all incredible, like right? Yeah, yeah. We've got a we've got an iPad in front of us, so I can see him. So it's so weird, man. I, I work with the guy four hours a day, you know, but <laughs> I see him, you know, two or three times a year, face to face. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Right. So I just kind of pause here and say, I'm feeling pretty inadequate here at this table <laughs> because. I'm here with Marte, which has like the podcast voice. He he denies it, but Marte's got like this deep, you know, yeah, like you got a good voice, like, definitely. You know, he was just like, "So do you view each other via screen?" And then Benji's like got this radio voice, and I'm over it's here like, "Welcome to the network." <laughs> so you know, well, you what? know what's funny though? I'll, I'll say this with with voices these days. You know, it used to be. A, a, a radio voice is not as important as it used to be. I mean, I think a lot of people yeah. want to hear authenticity so much more so than they have to hear pleasing vocal wow. cords, you know? Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, 
it's different when it comes to singing. <laughs> I mean, like, like so, like, I, I'm, I'm a singer. I, you know, I'm blessed to get to sing, but I'm just cracking up because I've got all these professional speaking voices around me, and I'm like, start the track, I'll sing or something. <laughs> like, bro, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, so I'm considered a high singer for a male. Like, I'm, I, people consider me a higher singer. Yeah. And so, but. Most people that are high singers have a higher speaking voice, and yeah. so it comes with the territory. So you guys have these like baritone things. <laughs> so I just had to point that out. But just to, just to segue here. Yeah. Um, so you made your way into Christian music radio. Yeah. Uh, and I know like you didn't always do that, but here here you are now. And right. how long have you been at the Joy FM? Now? Been at the Joy FM for a little more than five years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. So you you got into Christian radio. Are you musical, or is it strictly? Uh, did you do you have this love for music as as well? You know, it's funny you ask because you know when I was talking about sort of searching and praying for what God had in store for me and what ministry I would be in. That was part of my search. I do play guitar. Oh, and okay. I can't, I can't right. hold you it. Heard it here. You heard it here on the Noteworthy <laughs> Podcast. It's right here. But as you, can, you, can look at, you can look at my left hand here and see that I don't have uh, calluses, <laughs> calluses yeah, you know, yeah. because I don't, I don't play it so much these days. You an but acoustic guy? Or I'm an, yeah, I've got an acoustic, um, so I mostly play that. But, but little, I'll tell you. When I was kind of searching and trying to figure out what God wanted me to do, um, you know, a part of that was leading worship at my church for our kids, um, for our children's ministry, and it was so much fun. We did did the strangest thing with we'd have a a track that had um, most of the band on there. It's almost almost like a karaoke track, but then I'd I'd hook up a guitar and play it and lead the guys in song, and it was so much fun. You know, I don't know if I have the same energy that I had That's six, amazing. seven years ago when I was doing it, but uh, but yeah. So I am a little musical, I guess. I love music. I, I just I, had like the, yeah, the feeling. I bet you Benji's yeah. musical. Like, so we're gonna hear him sing one day. So on the show, so, on the show <laughs> right <laughs> now, Benji's gonna sing a song. No, kidding. We, won't, we won't make you do that. No. Next time we'll too much pressure. Next time we'll bring the guitars and we'll do that. Okay. Um, That's what's so fun about a podcast, which actually. I wasn't able to capture this conversation on the, the live on the air, but I was encouraging Benji um, to to like do a podcast, bro, because I know people I am would thinking about to that. It's fun. It's a blast. I, I am thinking about that, and, and I was, as I was telling you, I just want to build an audience for you. I, I, I've got to I've got to think of you know what it is that I want to do with it. You sure. know, like with you, you you've got a, a mission with this podcast. Right. That's kind of kind of what I want to sure want to get to and yeah. I haven't gotten there yet but thank you for the encouragement so. oh man I'm telling I'm all jokes aside I would totally listen to it cool hands I down I would I would listen to it you've got two downloads instantly oh, right so here um, so, and my son Judah would listen to it That's, <laughs> yes. what, you wouldn't gain a download he doesn't have a cell phone yet but yeah. but still he'd be listening in um, so for sure man I, I think um, with podcasts I think that some kind of theme is is really important. Yeah. And I think that the podcast I enjoy is when they have a theme but they're not like stuck in it. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like you listen to something and they're so stuck in that theme that they just like it gets a little repetitive. Right. And so 
on the Noteworthy podcast, um, the the goal was, you know, uh, we're into music ministry. I, I, I even outside of Nathan and Rachel Music, um, I'm the music minister at my church. Right. I work with praise teams, choir clinics, and so I'm like, you know, this is maybe something I could talk about and, and have maybe just a little bit of brains on the subject. Yeah. But um, really, the goal is to encourage people and and get to hear stories and it's the perfect excuse uh, to do stuff like this to get to meet people that that maybe don't live right by you but you're like you know what I've got this podcast I'd love to meet with you uh, and which by the way the the, uh, the, the Mark Lee thing shocked the daylights out <laughs> yeah of me. like he was like he was like let's do it bro I'm That's like awesome sweet because I'm like a huge third day fan yeah so uh, you know you never know you just never know unless right. you ask so and I and I felt the same way when I when I called you and you were like let's do it so it's it's a blessing and so yeah, I, I pray it's blessing people but um, I've always felt that one of the coolest things about being in the music ministry or, or or in the industry or in the radio industry for you um, is the people you meet. Right. And uh, so I've been to the Joy FM studio and, and twice. So cool there. Oh my goodness. So amazing. <laughs> I want to go. And should come up. <laughs> yes. We'll just come. It'd be amazing. But y'all have like these icons that come through there. Like I saw all these signatures of, uh, I think I saw Stephen Curtis Chapman and all right. these these like signed pictures all over the walls. So my question for you is this, uh, what was your first in radio, wow, I can't believe I'm meeting this person moment. Like because of your job, <laughs> you're with this person, and it's a twofold question, Okay. and not to trick you here, so yeah. what was your like first time like, whoa? Yeah. And then secondly, what was your favorite time like where you met somebody and it was just such a such a great like that's how I felt with Mark Lee. I was like I was kind of nervous, and it was such yeah. a good time, yeah. like sitting with him. So, what was the first time you ever felt like? Well, let me tell you, there is a, once a year there is a convention that happens in the Orlando area, and it's usually at Disney or Universal, and it is the most surreal experience because it's a it's for Christian radio and we all get together and there's speakers and, and this and that right. but there are a lot of artists I would venture to say that at least half of our playlist is in the building and Whoa. it is the weirdest thing to walk down the hall of a hotel and uh, just oh hey there's oh. Matthew S so oh. me and Martango right so it is it, the first time I went to it they, they call it momentum and um, okay I've heard of that yeah first time I went to it it was just the strangest thing to experience and seeing all of these artists because you know the first time I went I had not been exposed to a lot of artists that, that we had on our playlist um, but. You know, there they all are, all at the same time, and then they have this one moment where uh, it's a basically an opportunity to mingle with a bunch of the artists all at once in one room. Sure. And I was I was a bit overwhelmed, you know, and. 
probably the most overwhelmed I was was when Chris Tomlin walks oh, in. Yeah. Never met this guy Legendary. Legendary, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, he came in late to it. But I saw him. Of course, he's him. Chris Tomlin. Come in whenever he wants, man. So he comes in, and I and I think I noticed him first because you know all the other artists in the room. There's like lines formed for you to meet him and talk to him for a minute, right, right. Um, and take selfies with him, all this, you know. And so Tomlin walks in. And I think I see him first, and I'm like following him around so that I can be first in line. <laughs> like, oh, great, is that guy? <laughs> and it was, I, I just totally fanboyed on him, man. And Benji was but, like, indescribable as he walks into <laughs> Yes, it was indescribable, right. But oh, man. He, maybe even more so than seeing Chris Tomlin was seeing David Crowder. Okay, and yes, yes. So I, I've loved David Crowder. My tasting Crowder. I go to church. He with goes Crowder, to church with Crowder. And oh, I regularly nice. bump into him outside of the bathroom, <laughs> and it's a little awkward. <laughs> dude, he is so awkward, yes. but he's, he's he's tall. Yeah, he is. He's tall. He really is. <laughs> but I, you know, and I tried to have because he's a funny guy. I mean, super funny. If, if you um, if you get a chance. Go to our website, thejoyfm.com. Go to JR's page and listen to some of those Thursday afternoon chats that JR has had with with Crowder, Uh and you will be, you'll you'll hurt from laughing so much (laughs) because he's so funny. Now, do they like go to JR for those or do they remotely interview them? Um, Well, it depends. It depends. Um, A lot of times they come to the studio, a lot of times it's on the phone, you know, if it's not convenient. it's, it's just going to depend. Uh, I'll need to, uh, off, I won't bore people with it, but I'll need to rack your brain about yeah. remote interviews because that's something that I really want to, because I, yeah. I know some artists out of state and stuff like that, but it's like, oh, I can't, I can't get to them. Right, so I'd love to right. do remote stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah, yeah, it's do. just, um, yeah, we could talk about the technical, oh, yeah, but, well, you know, no, that, yeah, um, that engineer that I was talking about, he hooked us up with a good phone line into our board and it's like I don't ever have to think about That's it you know because he, oh, he did yeah. that okay. so yeah <laughs> um, so so Chris Tomlin uh, is this first time you're like feeling wow yeah yeah so have you ever met anybody that was like um, wow that was just such a great experience like they yeah. were just so nice or you got to have that conversation I, I will say this um, I've had a couple of conversations with Mike Weaver of Big Daddy oh, Weave. Big Daddy Weave, yeah, yeah. Mike Weaver is um, he's an incredible guy. Just got such a heart for God. I'll tell you. Um, and the first, I think he was my first artist interview. Okay. The first time I interviewed one of our artists. And he is one of those that will drop these and just incredible spiritual truths on you and uh, you know have you laughing at the same time yeah, yeah. and one of the funniest moments I think I've ever had was with him and you know JR is not only the guy I produced for but sure. he's, he's a mentor too and he yeah. you know instructed me look you gotta have some fun with him too so I, I ended yes. the interview with um, asking him um, and I'll ask can I ask you a question I'll ask you the same question I did because this was an incredibly yeah, funny yeah, moment yeah. Uh, would you rather be chased by a 
horse-sized duck <laughs> or 100 duck-sized horses? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, That's maybe the greatest question I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, the, horse the, the little, the little, I don't know. The little duck-sized horses sound so cute. Like I would kind of like the experience. Though. But if they caught you, yeah. <laughs> but they're, I mean, they're the size of a duck. What are they gonna do? You know. Yeah, I think I think Mike Weaver's answer was first. Can I just be go down in history as a guy who was not chased? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh man, his reaction was great. But uh, so well, that was a lot of fun. And please, you don't have to name a name, but. And this is this is podcast material, maybe not not radio, but yeah. have you ever had? And please, no no names, no pressure. But okay. have you ever had a bad experience with an artist? Like um, they were just a little bit like maybe they felt like they had arrived and they were a little unpleasant. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I haven't now, yet. I've never had it happen, but I hear about it sometimes. Yeah, and I wouldn't say in. You know, at the Joy FM, I don't. I wouldn't say I've had that experience. I, I did have like a little confusion from one of our artists. With I, I could go into because I had a bunch of like Christmas questions for this particular artist, and at the same time, this particular artist was going to be at Winter Jam, and he thought we were going to talk all about Winter Jam, oh. and you know, some some kind of communication line I dropped. But it wasn't like you know too tense filled I guess but but a little awkward yeah but they're working in secular radio before this uh, had some interesting conversation oh, probably sure. just one in particular where you know at the time we didn't really have it mastered because it was a several years ago and and recording things to air later was not something we really did much we did most of the stuff live right. and I had an interview with an artist that was coming into town and this guy lived on the West Coast, and we were doing this interview for a morning show live. And so, as you can imagine, the interview was like seven o'clock. And in California, wherever he was at, it's you know four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'm calling him, and he's giving one-word answers, you know, to everything. I'm like, oh, this is just. Okay, we'll see you at the <laughs> so concert. Awkward. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> right. Oh, man, that's incredible. Well, I'll tell you when the mic is off who that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll to, you know, protect the innocent. Right. We'll leave it at that. But, um, you know, I've, ex- I've been on the interviewee side of those with you yeah. um, a couple times, and it's, a, it's kind of a pretty intimate setting. You're kind of... You know, it's like I could see, like I have a great time every time I've gone to the Joy FM. Yeah. I could see if it was, if it, if somebody was even slightly unpleasant, I could see right. it being very awkward because it's like it's it's kind of quiet. You know, it's that, and and it's not a mic like this. It's like these professional, like you know, yeah. mics everywhere and everything. So I, I'm glad that, especially in Christian music, like like you're in. Um, that it's good and people are being Christ-like yeah. and all that. Cause yeah. That's the way it should be. Um, as a radio host, uh, and I don't know, like I know there's so many people involved, and so I don't. I know you're a host mainly, but uh, how do you choose the guests that you're going to interview, and how do you how do you book them? How do you get these 
I mean, you all have a lot of well-known people come through. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you book these guys? Well, a lot of times those interviews happen in conjunction with. Uh, something that they'd like to promote. Uh, okay. You know, if they've got a new album, if there's uh, a concert coming up, um, and they don't necessarily reach out to us, you know, directly. Um, okay, actually, that doesn't that doesn't hardly ever happen. Okay, we don't, I wasn't we sure. don't really. Um, I mean, we're in the fortunate position where, you know, when you have the ability to reach, a you know, a people, million people, people want it. Yeah. They're, they, they will come to you um, and saying we have this opportunity if you'd like to interview this artist um, this is the a, a lot of artists will have a particular time that they're going to set aside a couple of hours to call a few radio stations you know um, other times there are independent promoters in our business that uh, and there's you know a handful of them that bring around some of the bigger artists and they'll go on what they call promo tours and they will take an artist um, to uh, uh, to our station and spend a little time and then they'll go down the road to um, I don't know to Greenville South Carolina and spend some time with them later in the day and and go to Nashville later I mean they they hit the road a lot for that but they're um, the promoter themselves will reach out and get that interview set up and yeah so it it comes about in different ways but most of the time it's when they want to promote something if they're a newer artist um, they can um, you know get some exposure if you got a relationship with one of these uh, promoters and we've got great relationships with uh, with all the record labels and the promoters that's great yeah see that kind of stuff is fascinating to me and that that's that's one thing that's great about podcasts is you can capture those behind the scenes. Like, that's a question yeah. that I'm like, I've always kind of just wanted to ask that. But yeah. I don't really, you know, I mean, you have to be with the right person at the right time. Right. Uh, kind of in that vein, how do you pick um, what, and Marte was actually, we were talking about this yesterday. I'm like, we should think about some questions. But uh, how do you pick what songs and what artists, I know you've got like, this list of like a billion songs or whatever right but how do you pick do you guys pick based off of what's happening right now or how do you say okay this is the artist and this is the songs that's popular right now because i know sometimes i'll listen and you'll hear uh i mean let's just take chris tomlin because he's like way up uh, the three that come to my mind are like chris tomlin uh casting crowns um Gotta no. say third day. Of well, of course, I, I was I was going towards third day. I love you, Mark. You're a great guy. Um, you're basically not if if you're a Christian radio listener, you're not gonna go one day without hearing at least one or two. Of oh, sure, sure. So how do you guys? How does that work for you guys? How well, do you do that? I am. Um, I'm not the one who selects the music. Okay. Um, there is, and this is going to be with most radio stations, there's a music director position, you know, whether it's a Christian station or a secular station. Um, we've got a person that does a lot of homework in looking at um, what songs would be best for our audience and would, um, you know, 
have them listen longer because you know with radio stations the end goal is to uh, keep people listening. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we we want to be what you want to listen to, right? And um, with us being a nonprofit station, we've got different reasons for that. But if there, it's a multi-layered process. Okay, yeah. Um, now I have done some music directing in the past for that other station that I worked in, uh, sure. Secular Radio. So I know a little bit more, maybe than an average um, person in radio might that hasn't do, been in that position. Do these artists um, reach out, like, and even bigger artists? Because um, there's been uh, many big artists that have songs that do not do well on radio, and they're right. very, very well-known artists. I mean, right. and, and so, uh, and it kind of seems to be the goal. Like, I want my song to to have radio time because yeah. radio is is where people hear songs that they're not looking for. I think that's yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's the best way I know to describe it. Like, how can I reach people that aren't looking for me? And for most people, that's that's radio. Do yeah. these guys like find a song and their managers like, okay, this song, this feels right, and they push it to the radio station? Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it would happen with uh, with a, a, an artist that's on a record label. Um, the the label people. I don't, now, I've never been in one of these meetings. No, I've sure, never. Yeah actually witness the process but the general idea of it is an artist comes in records the music and um, the person that is in charge will say I, I'll take for instance um, Goatee Records okay, run yeah. by Toby Mac okay, yeah. you know, Toby Mac is the boss of Goatee Records sure. and Toby Mac is going to probably have some say so in what an artist that is under that label um, he'll probably say you should use we should use this song for a single now I don't know how the agreement happens or, or whatever but um, an artist will or their people will reach out to uh, several stations and there's ways of doing that and you know in this digital age that we live in it just fascinates me how it all works you know yeah, yeah, and there are ways to reach several stations at once um, so much easier than it was 20 years ago before you know the internet was widely used as it is now. Um, but they're, um, they, they find the single that they want to promote, and they put it out there, and some stations will pick up on it. Other stations may not think it'll be best for their audience, and that's, that's where the individual station comes up with their okay. own flavor. I got you. you know? Okay, that's so, interesting. Yeah. I, I'm, and they base it on on other things too. There's there's research involved wow. where they can have you know like parts of a song, um, and, and they'll they'll have an audience listen. Sample yeah, sample testing exactly, oh, and they get the audience's reaction to it, and they can you know base their decisions on that. I mean, it is like I said, it is a multi-layered. So we need thing. to organize a sample, <laughs> sample test for, our, for our, <laughs> our new song coming out, and just video the audience. And if they're frowning, don't let me see it. I'll be too disappointed. No, that that's fascinating. So that, this is. This is one of my favorite questions uh, to ask people, and okay. usually they don't hate me for it. It's been a great experience so far. 
Does it involve uh, ducks and horses? There's, there's, there's no, there are no duck-sized horses in this question. Uh, and, and I actually got to ask this to, to Mark Lee, which was super cool. Okay. He had some great answers for me. Um, and, and remember, I love you. Before we start, so love what's too, your man. what's your most embarrassing moment on the air? Most embarrassing <laughs> moments on the air. I mean. Oh. You go live a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. so this is like pumping out live. Have you ever had like a big mishap? There should be one that, that comes front of mind because I am not a perfect person <laughs> at all. <laughs> I haven't heard it. Yeah. I, and I've listened quite a bit. Um, well, let me tell you something that happened recently that wasn't my fault. It was actually JR's fault. Oh, he, uh, JR. <laughs> he's, he's talking to me. We can both hear each other. But for some reason, his board was not set up where the audience was hearing me. <laughs> so it's more of an embarrassing moment for him. Right. He's having a conversation with somebody that's not there. <laughs> the phantom interview. I was yeah. listening during that. You oh, did that? you hear yes. Marte is a no, devout was listener. Like, Who's he? Wait. talking to what's going on he's like oh, oh there you are you know what's great though <laughs> what's great is we there's so many ways that people can communicate with us and one of those is uh, people can text and they were oh. blowing up the text line <laughs> benji's not on the air <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that was that's great awesome. bro um when when i was with mark lane yeah he told this when i asked him that question uh he told the story about how he did the big salute for like like five minutes, you know how when he, before he would leave the stage, he would do this like five minute long salute and people okay. would just cheer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he walked off the stage. It was like five thousand people, and he walks off the stage and he realizes fly was down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is, this is like third day, right? Wow. And then uh, and then That's so he's awesome. like. This is what really topped the story off, though. You, if you haven't heard it, guys, go back and listen to episode three. Uh, but he says, I bet nobody noticed, right? <laughs> so later he's on tour with Newsboys, and he goes backstage to catering, and there's this lady pointing at him, talking to Peter Fuller, who at the time was the lead singer for Newsboys. And he, they go, do you remember that time you were at that concert and your fly was down? <laughs> So it definitely went noticed. But uh, that's just a question that anytime I meet with somebody who's like, you know, here you are reaching a million people. Yeah. Anytime I get to meet with somebody like that, I love for people to kind of see the, the human side of what, because we are right. all human. Yes. And it just happens. I've had some, oh man. And and listen, I in with Rachel and I's career, it's a much smaller scale than what you're looking at. Like with Chris Tomlin, our third day, but even in my experience, um, I've like tripped in front of thousands of people, oh, and, and oh, it's just. Do we have this on camera. No, it is. Thank <laughs> God, it's not on camera. But uh, I've had I've had some pretty hilarious moments, so it helps me yeah. when I get to talk well, to other people. I don't know if I have a radio moment for me that I am uh, responsible for that I can tell you, but I will tell you this: I, I mentioned earlier that I. Uh, do a mobile DJ thing too with wedding receptions and stuff I can think of one moment from that and it was early on when I was doing this probably the first year that I was doing it and I was doing the introduction of the bride and groom and I completely forgot their name in that moment I did not have it written down anywhere it just left my mind and I'm just sacred Mr. and Mrs. (laughs) 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 and then it finally came to me like like 20 seconds later 
and uh, I, I did pretend that I was like searching for something under my table for a couple of minutes after that. <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah. Later, you find out they're having all these marital problems. Because <laughs> forgot their name, <laughs> but they are still together. I do. Praise God. You know what? The yes. Lord restored. Yes. yes. Um, so I was on social media the other day, and. Um, so, speaking of JR a little bit, yeah. I noticed you sent chickens to JR for Christmas. Uh, tell it's us like a little that. bit about that. I want to hear about that. That was so fun, man. I, we had um, listeners text in ideas for what I should get him for Christmas mm-hmm. and vice versa. Okay. And a listener sent a picture of this turkey. I mean, full-grown Tom turkey. This was right after Thanksgiving. And he said, I live right around the corner from the Florida studio where JR is. And, um, you know, this is Henry. He survived Thanksgiving. I could bring it by because JR, he's, his big thing this year has been his farm, right? Okay. And it's not really a farm, it's a garden now behind <laughs> his house. But he's doing really well with it. I got to give him props on that. But he doesn't have any livestock, it's just a garden. So the guy thought, you know, hey, you could give him the turkey. And I'm, you know, looking at all these ideas that listeners texted in, and I, and I thought, oh, that's funny. And I kept scrolling, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> so I go back to it, and I contact him, and um, his name's Troy, really nice guy. Contact him, and he had bad news for me. The turkey survived Thanksgiving, but it did not survive a bobcat attack no. a few days later. So. No. Henry's Henry is gone. Thanksgiving Poor Henry. (laughs) But but. so they named the county after him. (laughs) 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 But he did have a backup plan for me because he's like a hobby farmer, and he had several chickens that he um, had to offer. And I thought, oh, that'd be great. Let's let's send a couple of chickens to him on that day, right? So um, he contacted me couple of days before and said you know i got like 12 chickens i could bring i could and he did he brought 12 chickens <laughs> and we surprised it was a total surprise for him the, 12 the, the only Christmas. disappointment oh. <laughs> yeah exactly the only disappointment was the fact that jr was actually disappointed that he didn't get to keep them um, oh, he was with the garden. He wanted to keep it. He wanted to start <laughs> he wanted a coop. Okay. Yeah. And well, he's he's actually looking into it now. I don't know if his HOA is going to allow it. But, uh, See, you started something beautiful. Though. Yeah. But I'll tell you what is beautiful about it is the fact that his real gift was we gave a gift of chickens uh, through World Vision. They have this program where they'll give farm animals uh, through your contributions to. Um, farmers in um, countries that, that need help um, overseas and so we were able to give a gift of chickens to a farmer in that's, need that's uh, in his name hey, so that's it, was, great. it ended that up is, with a nice bow on that's top so cool, man. Yeah. I love Christmas yeah, I do too um, so you're you're a family man uh, yeah. I don't I haven't met your family but I, um, the wife and, and daughter is right. that right is yep. it just one daughter yep just one daughter just, one daughter. just turned 16 so, driving now oh man that that stage is that's see my scary. my little boy's yeah, born so I'm, I'm way behind yeah I'm not, I'm not ready bro let me tell you though man it will sneak up on you because i've been doing the mobile dj thing for 16 years now oh, wow. over 16 years okay now. i did not realize and that. i've been to um literally 600 weddings and every time i see a father-daughter dance 
it gets to me. Oh. And I know that it's coming. It's and coming. you know, next thing you know, she's driving. Don't blink. And next thing you know, she's gonna be dancing with dad on her wedding day. It's, oh. it's crazy, oh. man. It really is. Yeah. Don't make me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Don't do it. it makes me think. Marte's little boy is what, four? Yes, he'll be five soon. He's oh, gonna be five. Oh, he was just born yesterday. <laughs> A bunch of sappy dads at this table. <laughs> so how do you juggle family? Um, and work in, uh, in and listen, I could be way off here. Yeah, uh, I've never worked in radio, but is it? It would appear that it's a, a great family job to, to get to spend time with your family. But yeah. I don't, I don't know that. How do you guys juggle that? Uh, it is tough, um, especially when you work on an afternoon show okay. like I do. Sure, it is in the middle of the day. And I, I have to miss a few things uh, from time to time, and I have about a forty-five minute commute. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, volleyball games I've had to miss. Oh, I've had to take vacation days to go to volleyball games and things like that. But it's okay. Um, I think, I think last year more so than any other year, there was just this full realization that. Uh, time is is um, uh, it's limited, you know. It's such a limited thing, and, and so she is going to she's going to leave the nest one of these days, and I got to spend as much quality time with her as possible, and, and you know, and, and make sure that she knows that that you know she's got a dad that loves her, and um, so I I just make the most out of the time. So I would love to spend more time yeah. but um, you know I, I just try to make the most of what time that I do have with that's, it. that's amazing yeah. and that's our it's our job as dad I'm mean, here I'm, I'm a relatively new dad my boy's 15 yeah. months old we're like we're like <laughs> stages here it's like yeah. one Marte's is almost five yours yeah. is 16 yeah. <laughs> um, right. it, it's it's our it's our job to make sure we we love them and 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 make sure that they Love God. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing, and man. Will, in this culture, bro, it, when you get on to family and the topic of family, we have to really get our head in the Word of God and say, exactly. how am I going to raise these kids? And it's be, crazy. And to be a reflection of our Heavenly Father yes. is so, so important. Yes. Yes. And to see, um, see what God's teaching us through our kids, too. I remember one moment when my daughter was probably younger than your uh is Marte and, and she was probably three or four years old, old enough to be able to clean her room, right? Ooh. And so, what a beautiful she, stage! Yes, <laughs> and I and her room needed cleaning, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I told her, <laughs> I told her your room needs needs to be clean, and she just looked at me with this innocent face, you know, and just said, "But I don't want to, Daddy." Oh. You know, isn't it, it in, in that moment, God was speaking to me so clearly that, you know, wow, you know, we're all in that child moment yes. where he asks us to do stuff that's, that's good for us. So good. And we, we say, we don't want to daddy, oh, but we know that we need to do it anyway because daddy's telling us to do it, oh, man. you know? And so I, I think if we're missing out on those moments, we're missing a lot. And that's why it's so so important to be uh, to have our our families grounded, uh, you know, our, a foundation of faith in our families. Yeah. You know, 
if you're if you're too busy for your kids, what are you doing? Right. I mean, like what yeah. are like what are you going to have when it like I've I've seen people in my life they're like they're they've got these beautiful kids. I mean, like dream family, and they're chasing this dream, and they're unhappy. And I'm like, bro, your they dream's right dream. here. Yeah. You've already accomplished yes. your dream. Like it's yeah. here. And so I get, I get emotional when I think, because, because I think one of the reasons we're seeing kids and teenagers act so crazy is because we're seeing parents that are, we're seeing a result of parents that have been chasing something. And then they've been neglecting what's what's at home, and, yeah. and so I've I've had that at the front of my mind because I'm a pretty new dad, and so yeah. my little boy, you know, he's one, and I'm thinking, Lord, help me not to miss anything. Like yeah. somehow, help me to be the dad that I need to be. And I'm thankful because he's got he's got an incredible mom, that, oh, yeah. and that that sure that sure makes the difference. But but family's a, a beautiful thing, man. So. I like to. Oh, yes. oh I was, no, I was just gonna say. No, I'm sorry. Please. Just while I was thinking about it, the um, over these because this will be year five for me being a dad. Yeah. And the thing that this makes me think about the most is I had a million questions when my son was born. Don't we all? Yeah. Like, Lord, what am sure. I supposed to do? How do I be what you think is a good dad, not what we see as a good dad? Right. A good dad truly has meant to me betterment of myself. I have to continually grow so that as they're growing, they will see me grow because their growth is directly affected by my level of growth. If I have small growth, and this is to me spiritually and physically and everything. Yeah. Um, if I have small levels of growth, they're going to have small levels of growth. They have to see me solidified and established in the Lord. Yeah. And that's going to transition directly to how it happens in their life. Yeah, and, and I think I think too, um, even on a base level, they're gonna love like you love. Yes. You know? Exactly. And they are going to choose mates that lo- love like you yes. love. Oh, that wow. is yeah, really. that is something that I, I think about constantly. Um, you know, in the fact that I hope that on that day that I am uh, dancing with her, that the Godspeed. guy that I'm passing her to <laughs> It's gonna be somebody that loves her, you know, Amen. at least half as much as I love her, you know. It's, yeah. Well, I I try to, Benji. I know your time is valuable, and I'm, but I, I try yeah, to I gotta get on to my family, gotta, man. Gotta get, get out of here and love your kids. No, I'm no I'm but uh, I, I kind of want to leave. I like to leave um, the audience with this question, uh, and, and I know we talk about a lot about music and that's wonderful and valuable but I like to leave on this note um, so I know you're a, a man of faith and so what advice would you like to leave our and I like to hear it from our guests because they, they hear me blab on all the time listen, if you want to know about my faith just listen you'll hear me blab all the time but I like to hear it from, from my guests that we don't usually get to hear from what are like some commandments and some uh, some strongholds that you've placed in your life that say here I am in this career. Uh, in your case, here I'm. I have a voice that reaches a million people. Not a lot of people can say that. I have a voice that reaches this many people. How can I, first of all, use that voice to make a difference? And what can I do to make sure that I put God first in everything that I do? How would you? 
leave our audience with that. Too. Wow, wow. You know, I think every day bringing bringing our worship. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's um, we we've got such a great tool in having God's word, you know, Amen. readily available for us. You know, if you're listening to this in the United States, you know that you can get the Bible so easily. Yes. You know, but there are others in parts Jesus. of the world that, you know, you, would be punished for having God's word. You know. And uh, so you know, this year, you know, we're start we're talking here at the beginning of the year and um, I I like to make daily resolutions rather than New Year's resolutions. And today is uh, you know, is a day that I wanna you know, have God speak to me through his word. And Psalm 138 has been my um, my go-to for the first week of 2019. Wow. And um, it, is, it, it is so good, you know, just to, uh, you know, because that's, read that one when you finish listening to this podcast because... Um, Psalm 138. Is, Psalm 138. I, I feel like to me, for us as Christ followers that you know we should we should worship god first but um we should also just proclaim over our nation that needs to hear from god and not all the other gods that we're right. uh we're putting Found up as idols in front of us god's yeah. you know lowercase g um you know i i think that we all need to make sure that our faith walk is is a shining light on a hill you know there's so much going on right now that that you know we can make jesus look really bad wow yeah you know uh, by being really bitter um and you know and, and being so exclusive with who gets in and who gets in and who's left out. Right. You know, Jesus is calling all of us and uh, he's calling all of us to live a life that is seeking after him and to, and to repent of our old ways, you know? Um, and so I, I don't know if that is, you know, put Psalm 138 in a nutshell, but that's where it's led me, you that's know, and, so and it's where it's, where it's put in my heart. So, you know, that's, that's my prayer for this year. And that's my prayer for anybody listening to this right now, that you would exalt him and that you would, um, you know, live a life that's, uh, that's glorifying Jesus yeah. in, in every breath that you take. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Would it be okay if we just prayed real quick right here on the podcast? Absolutely. Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for this time together. I thank you for Benji, for Marte. I thank you for this time together. And, Lord, I thank you. I feel feel your spirit even here, right here in the coffee shop. Yes, Lord. And I thank you for what you're doing. I, I pray, Lord, that whoever's listening right now, God, I pray that they would draw closer to you this year and set those daily goals, make that daily walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Benji, our audience is going to love this. And, well, they uh, better, man. No, they I'm, better I'm pretty awesome. No, dude, you, <laughs> okay. hey, hey, I'm with you, bro. You are an awesome dude. And uh, this has just been great. Uh, guys, if you're listening, shoot me an email. Uh, if we missed any questions uh, that you wanted me to ask, uh, please just shoot it to me at Nathan and Rachel Music. 
at gmail.com. Maybe I can reach out to Benji by text and, and yeah. I'll try to answer it for you later. And maybe one day we can figure out this remote thing and hey, uh, we'll, we'll do some remote episodes. But um, Benji, t- uh, just leave us with um, uh, how people can listen uh, sure. to, to you on the joy and, and when they can listen to you. Okay, well, I am on every afternoon, Eastern time, three to seven. During the week, I'm on with uh, the JR show. And Saturday, Sundays, it's just me. And um, you can listen. Oh, there's so many different radio frequencies now. I don't want to uh, go into that. But lot, you can yeah. find them everywhere you can listen on your radio um, at thejoyfm.com. I know and in our area it's 93.3. That's right. That's, that's my location. Yes, indeed. I mean, there's, there's, we're adding frequencies right and left. But, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, you've got that option. You can you can also listen online at thejoyfm.com. You can um, download a free app to your mobile device um, and you can listen all. that way. You can tell Google to play it. Yeah, you can you can get Alexa to hook you up. Yes. You, you got all those options. So uh, so lots of different ways to listen. Well, guys, make sure to go check it out. Benji, thank you so much, bro. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks for an Martin. honor. Yes, sir. Been great. Well, guys, there you have it. We had so much fun. Benji has truly become a friend. And I would like to say thank you to the Joy FM uh, for all that you do for the community uh, and for help spreading uh, joy uh, and the gospel uh, to over a million people every day. Thank you for all the support that you've shown Nathan and Rachel Music. Thank you for playing our music. And uh, the Joy FM was the first station to ever play our music. So we thank you so much for that. And just, Benji, if you're listening, thanks for meeting with me, man. We just had such a good time. Also, thanks to my friend Marte for hanging out. Uh, It just makes it fun when you can just sit and have a conversation. And that's what Noteworthy is all about. Benji had some great things to say, and he left us with some great points. Maybe you're having a hard time setting a New Year's goal. Maybe you should just set a daily goal and say, you know what, every day when I wake up, say, Lord, this is what I want to accomplish today. Help me to accomplish it. Help me to make it happen. And I believe God is going to help you make it happen. If you're in the Atlanta area, uh, the church where I serve as youth pastor, Apostolic Tabernacle, is having our annual Reset Youth Rally, where um, we have students from all over Georgia come and worship with us. Our special speaker is going to be Landon Gore, and that address is 9769 Terra Boulevard, Jonesboro, Georgia. If you're in the area, come worship with us. Rachel and I will be leading worship, and Brother Landon will bring the word. If you're in the area, come be a part of that. If not, I love you. I have a couple exciting guests coming up on the show. I can't wait to reveal that to you. And thank you so much for all those that listen. I love you. I believe in you. Your pastor believes in you. And I bet your mama believes in you too. 
And I'm going to leave you with this profound, deep question. Would you rather be chased by a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Think about it. (laughs) This is why I love doing this show.